0: Good morning, everybody. Glad to have you here today. If you will like, share, comment on the post, and we'll jump right in uh, and get uh, going here. Because I know you got uh, last-minute Christmas shopping to do. All right. Chapter 17, beginning in verse 18, uh, we see another audience for the gospel. Says some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers also conversed with him. Uh, let's talk about who these people were for a moment. The Epicureans um was a uh, group of people uh they um the philosophy basically even though it may have not been called that or still may not be called that today uh has always been with us still with us um and that is a, a group that they were a group of people who were um pleasure seekers they they were looking for pleasure uh in life, um and uh there uh, again it really Uh, got formalized under the Greek philosopher Epicurus, um, and some of their fundamental beliefs were uh, that the world, uh, everything around us happened by chance. Um, If if there even is a God, um, they don't care about uh, the affairs of man. They're distant, Um, and therefore man, because of those two philosophies, Leads to the third uh, element, and that is that man then is on his own uh to discover truth and pleasure and happiness uh in life and since uh everything happened by chance and God doesn't care about man, then there is no uh afterlife when man dies, he just dies, and so uh very uh man centered Human, human-centered, human humanistic uh, type approach, uh, humanistic, materialistic, uh, that just leaves God uh, completely uh, out of um, the picture. And because of that thinking, some of the results of that, again, is that man's left um, on his own. He can do whatever he wants to. Um, Eat, drink, be married uh, would be the motto of uh, the Epicurean, uh, philosophy, and so I, I think you see what I'm saying. That it's always been around. It's uh it, it's still around. Um, the idea, the the Epicurean philosophy says, um is one that says, um, uh, how do you put it? Uh, that 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 my happiness is. It doesn't. As long as I'm happy, it doesn't matter about you. If, if I do whatever I want to to make me happy, uh, and so if I have to trample on you to do that, that's just you know just tough um and, and so it's a very selfish uh lifestyle um it, again it just doesn't consider the uh the the position the rights of uh, of other people uh and so obviously uh that is a <laughs> that that is not just a philosophy that's still uh around today that is a philosophy that i think um I would say and i think most would agree. Um, dominates, uh, is a dominant philosophy uh, in our world today. And then the Stoics um, was another audience here, another group uh, of philosophers that are uh, talking with Paul. Um, they're kind of um, I don't know, maybe a little bit the opposite extreme of an Epicurean. It's kind of odd that they're, I, I, my guess is they were there debating each other uh, and then Paul came along and debated with both of them and uh and so they even though they disagreed, they joined sides uh to argue with paul uh they are uh characterized by being uh very self controlled very uh legalistic um, they they trace their 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 philosophy kind of was crystallized by uh the philosopher Zeno. Um, and where again, the, the, kind of the opposite extreme, uh, they believed that God existed in everything uh, and everyone. Therefore, everyone is God. Um, so you see again immediately the opposite. So you can imagine they were uh, they typically would have been debating uh, with, each, with each other, um, and uh, they they were very fatalistic. Uh, they believed that whatever whatever is going to happen is going to happen um and it just things just happen there's no good there's no evil things just happen and there's nothing uh that we can do about it and some of the results of that kind of thinking uh meant that um that uh again again they, they believed in a god but this god was everywhere um and so therefore anything that is, since everything and every, every body is God, anything that happens is because of God, uh, was their thought. And so, uh, that caused people, sent them to one or two extremes. Then they either tried to control everything, uh, since they were a God, um, or the opposite extreme. We just won't do anything because it doesn't matter. We can't do anything about it. And so it was a very, uh, unique philosophy uh what strikes me is with with those two extremes in mind they call paul a babbler um uh, you know that's uh kind of you know an odd description of a man uh when they have those kinds of uh philosophies um and so they say uh that that was their opinion. While others there says he seems to be a preacher of foreign divinities, because he was preaching Jesus and the resurrection. This was uh, for them a, a new uh, philosophy, and they took him and brought him uh, to the Areopagus, saying, "May we know what this new teaching is that you are presenting? For you bring some strange things to our ears. We wish to know, therefore, what these things mean." Now all the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there would spend their time in nothing except telling or hearing something new, uh, and so they they hear this. Uh, another audience here is this group who are just philosophers in general. Um, they, they 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 call Paul a a babbler, uh, and he's presenting a, a strange new God uh, to them. Uh, something they haven't heard about uh before and it tells us what that philosophy, what Paul was teaching was he Jesus and him crucified uh and that uh that he was God and so they, to their credit uh, I will say uh they bring uh Paul in uh to uh the Areopagus uh or Mars Hill um and uh and he begins to share uh his word. They gather around him. Uh and so uh they, they want to hear uh what Paul uh has to say. Uh they you know they they've been debating the, the philosophies they have. They've been searching out uh they've searched the world. The Bible tells us here that they came there just to hear something new. Uh they wanted to hear uh new philosophies. Uh they were desperately looking uh for uh a new truth and what I, I would like for you to take uh from this passage what, what I'm gonna take from uh is just a good reminder um and 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 if you learned a little history if you learned a little philosophy today that's great if you learned a little bit about uh Zeno and uh, uh, Epicurus and uh, the Epicurean and Stoic philosophy and some of that, that's great. Uh, maybe uh, if you've got a little uh, education in that area, that's great. Uh, but what I'd like to really point out to you is, again, these philosophies both still exist. And their founders here, going all the way back to the early days of this philosophy, while they were debating and arguing their point, it's obvious they that that something in them told them that that we're missing something. Uh, otherwise, they'd have tossed Paul out on his ear. Uh, they they would have done like they've done in other places. They would have uh, tried to bring him up on charges or stoned him. But instead, they brought him in and wanted to hear um, what he had to say. There was something, even though these were intelligent, intellectual philosophers, they knew there was there was something in their heart that was missing. I want to say to you today that we live in a world where there is a lot of different philosophy. But I believe that still today, just like in Paul's day, those people, even though they may they may stand and give all kinds of answers and all kinds of defenses, there is something inerrant built into their soul. Built into their DNA, that God Himself instilled, that tells them there is a God, that tells them there is a Savior, and they are looking for it. They may not admit it, they may not fess up to it, but he, and and again, if you talk to them, they may just babble on and on about what they say they believe. But I believe that every man is born with a God, to use a a, a God shaped hole in their heart. Uh, a place that only God can feel. They may not be able to explain it, they may not know exactly what it is, but they need to hear the gospel. So I want to encourage you, I want to challenge you today to go out. It's Christmas season. As you go around your family, you probably have folks in your family just like all of us who if you listen to them, they, they'll even claim something may perhaps to be even atheists, um agnostics. But something in them tells them There is a God, there is a creator, and it's up to you and I to tell them the good news of Jesus Christ. Just as Paul stands before these people, and we'll see that passage tomorrow, he stands up in front of them. He gives them the good news of Jesus Christ. Keep that in mind today as you go out. People are looking for an answer.